Let's go check in with the voice of your Detroit Lions. Dan Miller joins us from the east side of the state. Welcome back, Danny. How you doing? Good afternoon. Uh, trying to figure out this offseason. Ton of interest. You know, for the Lions finishing 8-2, and two, what they did in ending the Packers season on Sunday Night Football with that W, to the interest now in the combine because they do have that number 6 and number 18 pick, uh, to free agency with a lot of movement around the league we're seeing uh, the off season has become almost as good as the season when it comes to the Lions. Well, I think so, and, and the reason is that you realize with the way they finished, this is a team that can win now, and now you've got all these assets, you know, in, in the early rounds to go out there and, and draft guys. So it's. Um, I think the interest is heightened because of the possibilities that you can take what you did this past season and really improve on that by adding guys. And, you know, you, you mentioned free agency and, and things like that. Those things come into play as well. And those could impact what happens in the draft. So it's, it's, it's a fascinating time, but it's one of those times where we're finally looking at it and saying, you know what, these guys are pretty good. They have a chance to elevate that instead of saying, you know, these guys were whatever, six and 10 or seven and 10 or something like that, or, you know, five and 12, which we've seen before. So, you know, I I just think it's, there's such a good feeling around this football team right now. Part of that is performance related. And part of that is just all the possibilities they have this off season. Speaking of the off season, Dan, let's talk about that. If you're in a room with Holmes and Campbell and the executives and coaching staff, what do you think the list of priorities starts with and where does it end in terms of the off season? Yeah, I think they definitely need to look at that defense first, and that's not a revelation for anybody. Brad Holmes has said that. And, you know, it's kind of interesting to me on that defense because there's some young guys there that you're banking on them continuing to get better. But in some cases, the question is, do you have to hedge your bet and bring in a veteran? I'm going to be really interested to see how they approach free agency because they haven't really – been a team in the two years that Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell have been running this thing to dive in and sign a big money guy. Now that could be, we're going to wait until we're, we feel we're close and then we will. And I think that's a possibility this off season that they might do something like that. Um, I still think they're going to be bargain minded that they're going to be look, looking for guys that, that represent value. Like uh, Deshaun Elliott last year, who was trying to prove himself as a starter in this league. And I, I think that's, probably going to be the driving force behind it, but I do think if they see an opening for a guy that costs some money that they feel like could fill a hole for them, and I think you know, right now you're talking about probably the middle of that defensive line. You're talking about a linebacker, depending upon what happens with Anzalone, and they have some needs at corner. There's no doubt. And the other thing I'd kind of keep an eye on is that offensive line because, you know, Vitae, I know there's been speculation that they'll cut him loose. We'll see what happens. Uh, that's one guard spot. Evan Brown's a free agent. We don't know what's going to happen with him. And then Jonah Jackson has free agency coming up here and a contract due soon. So they have some decisions to make. I wouldn't be surprised if you saw an offensive lineman somewhat high somewhere in this draft, a guy with versatility uh, to be a a tackle or a guard or something like that, that they could come in and, and, and help, but I certainly think that's kind of a, a position that I would keep an eye on as well. You know, and speaking of that line, I saw something earlier today where CBSSports.com was talking about the depth at free agent running backs 
in this offseason, and they proposed that the Lions may step up with that offensive line, uh, with Jamison Williams on the outside, with Goff, who now has emerged as a top-10 quarterback, that they might decide to go spend and get a workhorse back that could eat clock when the Lions have a lead via that offensive line. And think about Josh Jacobs uh, going from the Raiders to the Lions as a free agent signing. It's interesting. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but yeah. it caught my attention. No, I think so. And I think you've also seen B. John Robinson be kind of connected to them a little bit uh, in the draft. And and I, I do think that's a position they'd look at because, you know, as, as much as, as Swift can be a game changer, he hasn't been able to stay healthy. Jamal, as we sit here right now, is a free agent. So there's some uncertainty at that running back position. And it, it would not surprise me if they took somebody to, to add to that room um, that could bring some explosiveness. And as you said, there's also an opening, depending upon what happens with Jamal, for somebody that's got some power. I mean, let's not forget uh, that this guy was gold inside the five-yard line last year, scoring touchdowns. And then pounding his way behind that offensive line, which also did a great job. So I, I absolutely think that is a position to keep an eye on. I think backup quarterback is, is 100% a position to keep an eye on. They've got to, to address that. that. That's got to get better in my mind. Um, so, look, as much as the 8-2 and two finish was, was great, it doesn't change the fact that you've got holes, you've got questions, and one of the things that's important in this league is there's massive roster, turn, roster turnover every year for every team, and you've got to be cognizant of that. You just you don't get comfortable at one position. You got to keep improving. So, you know, I, I think we could sit here and make a case for a whole bunch of different positions from this football team. I mean, you could make a case for tight end. You could make a case for for receiver, depending upon what happens with Chark. Running back, we talked about backup quarterback, defensive line, linebackers in flux because Vanzalone, cornerbacks, uh, and you know, counting on Tracy to come back off an injury, you might want some help at safety with Deshaun being a free agent. So, man, it's 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 wide open to me, and so much of my, you know, curiosity is how they're going to approach free agency first, and then we'll get in maybe an indication of of does that change their draft priorities at all. You know, one thing you mentioned, uh, the backup QB, which I, I think is one of the most important things uh, to address this offseason, and it's not by drafting a QB who's unproven in the NFL. It's not uh, your Nate Sudfeld, Blau, obvious third stringers, emergency-type guys. It's getting somebody who can still lead you to wins if Goff would go down. And when you look at Mariota being released, when you look at some of the action before we get to free agency with teams clearing space. Carson Wentz, would he be a backup? Would Mariota come in as a backup? You Just give me one of those guys. I'm not saying they're going to win a Super Bowl for the Lions, but if they're good enough just to help you win games while golf would be hurt, a game or two or three or four, uh, if longer, uh, that's what I want as a backup quarterback that the Lions need to go spend. Get a Baker Mayfield type who could come in willing to be a backup to golf. Yeah, and, and I think that's that's the important point there is um, if you look at one of those guys who have been at times starters in this league, are they comfortable coming in here knowing that they're going to be number two? And I mean, I you know, look, that, that piqued my interest when I saw Mariota get released. Uh, he brings a different dynamic and that he can beat you with his legs. Um, so it, it, it certainly, I think, is, look, there's no doubt in my mind that room is going to look a lot different outside of Jared Goff next year. And 
I do believe there's a chance at some point in this draft they draft a young quarterback to slot in behind him. And it doesn't mean that they won't also sign a veteran uh, to be here uh, as a possibility if golf goes down. Look, this football team has a chance to be really good. And to be really good, you've got to fortify the most important position in the league, which is quarterback, in case something does happen to Jared. So I think both those things are strong possibilities. I I think, look, we don't know how they value those quarterbacks in the draft. If somebody pops up and they've got them rated highly, I'm not going to be shocked if they take one. Doesn't mean Jared Goff isn't your guy. He is. Equally, I won't be surprised if they sign a veteran because I think if you're trying to win right away, uh, having somebody with some experience, if something happens to Jared, is is – really important. So again, it's, it, it really is a fascinating off season to see which way they go because we've seen this plan. They've been patient. I do think they'll still be patient, but I think when you believe that you have a chance to win a division and contend, I think your urgency steps up a little bit. Dan Miller, voice of the lines checking in on the Meyer guest line here on the huge show across Michigan. Well, what is the ceiling uh, for this team before I let you go, Dan, final thoughts. Uh, I'm I'm seeing top four in the NFC. Uh, some are saying they're you know if they would get home field advantage, they could uh, be in a Super Bowl. I'm I'm feeling like if they can secure home playoff games, and I look at the way they've played at home compared to on the road, especially this past season. Tell me a team you would truly fear. If the Lions were playing them in a playoff game in Detroit, maybe San Francisco, Philly, right? Yeah, I mean, San Francisco's got questions again at the most important position in the league, and that's quarterback. What are they going to do there? You got, you know, one coming off an injury and two coming off an injury. I'm sorry. So both those guys have to be addressed. So, look, I, I don't put any ceiling on what this team can do. The way that they finished, to your point, I think they can compete with anybody in the NFC. The division is wide open. We're all waiting to see. What happens with Aaron Rodgers? That is a massive, massive piece of the picture in the NFC North. Uh, Minnesota's got a ton of decisions to make in terms of guys and cap and how they're going to fit it in. And Chicago seems to be a little bit behind everybody else in terms of their rebuild. So maybe they're a year or two away from, from really competing. So I think you approach this thing like you believe you can be the best team in the NFC. And I don't think that is hyperbole. I don't think that is the wrong way to go. I think that's the right way to go with the way you finished, the way these young guys are developing, and the way right now, <clears throat> excuse me, that the conference appears to be a little bit down. There's an opening there. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if, if I just should say that's the way they should be looking at it is, man, you do have a chance to do exactly what you said. You could be the best team in the NFC. You need to do what you did last year, and then you need to, you've got a wonderful chance with, with money and draft picks to continue to improve. So I put no limits on what this team can do this year. I, and I don't know that we've been able to say that in a while, but everything you're talking about starts with winning the NFC North if you want to have a home playoff game. Yeah, I only, and, put, I only put Philly in front of them right now because I agree with you. The QB questions, it was Purdy a, you know, a half year wonder. I. You know, will they go back to Lance? I, there's there, there's a lot there. And they, even Philly losing your offensive and defensive coordinators and starting new there. Lions are, are comfortable, consistent. I mean, yeah. I'm using words, Dan, I've never used in an offseason to describe the Lions. Yeah, there's no doubt. In Philadelphia, look, they've got some questions, too. They got, you know, they've got free agents on their defensive line and, and free agents in their secondary. 
Um, so they, they have issues that they have addressed going into next year as well that, that might cost them some guys. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, look, it's, it, it is, it's right there. We're all excited because of the way that they played, and I have a lot of people that come up to me and say, hey, they're going to win the division next year. They're going to do this. And my reply is, you know, cliche, but it's process, process, process. You've got to do everything you can to maximize these assets here in the offseason and get better. And if you do that, then you hit, hit camp running, and then you got to catch some you know breaks with injuries next year. But look, there's there's no reason this team should look at this any other way than we have an opportunity to be the best team in the NFC next year. Dan Miller, he is the voice of your Detroit Lions. A year from now, he could be hosting the parade down Woodward and the Lombardi uh, tour. Uh, across Michigan. Who knows, man? It could happen fast in the NFL. Dan, uh, my best to you. Your family will talk soon. I appreciate it, man. Thank you. All right, Dan Miller. No reason to not expect this team to feel they can beat anybody. That's how I feel. And it's not, he used hyperbole. It's been the Honolulu Blue Kool-Aid. They're too legit, too legit to quit. If I can quote a, a great... Musician by the name of MC Hammer. Too legit. Too legit to quit. Maybe if I could spit that out. And then the Lions will start winning. It'll be, you can't touch this. <laughs> A reminder, if you missed any interview at any time on this show, just search the huge show where you download podcasts, Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Our podcasts are free and we are everywhere. Just search the huge show where you download podcasts.